Now, if you, if you ugly, you still can get in there. It's fine. You don't know anything about that, but I do. But uh, <laughs> you're, a, you're, a, you're a handsome man. But thank you. Yeah, I think I think I think you're handsome too, Bob. Well, that's nice. Thank you. And thank so you. does your wife. I I hope so. She I does. Know. We talked before this. Now wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me, your host, Jackson Stone. And I am joined today by uh, the leader of Hangs with Bob, a friend of mine, uh, a trainer, a leader, a mentor to a lot of people, also a performer. Um, I'm here with uh, Buddha Bob Evans, not the restaurant, but the wrestler. That's right. Hi, buddy. How are you? A long time no talk. It's uh, good yeah. to see you. You look well. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like it's been like a minute since I've seen you, but it's been like probably like a year and a half. Well, it's been a minute since we've seen anybody, but <laughs> at least here. I mean, are you, you, you in Texas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you guys have a little bit more freedom than we do as far as roaming around and all that good stuff. But um, I, my work is essential, so I really haven't had a problem with getting out and seeing people however as far as the wrestling end uh haven't seen the inside of a ring since i think march 5th of last year so we're up against almost a year now so it's uh it's been it's been a, a struggle for a lot of people but uh yeah that's probably one of the reasons i would say we haven't seen each other yeah i would so. say so <laughs> um but that kind of um that kind of leads into the into a good segue for how i usually uh start this show um i'm trying to uh get this question to be a little bit more open um, and to, for people to kind of uh, use it to express how they truly feel instead of just answering it with the one word that we always answer it with. Um, so I'm going to ask it uh, to you now. Um, hopefully you answer honestly if you feel inclined to. Um, but how are you doing? Like for real, for real, like how are you? How am I? Uh, let's see. Um, um, I've been talking a lot of people off the ledge. <laughs> Um, not, not, unfortunately, not legitimately, not literally, but I've been trying to keep a lot of people sane and a lot of people, uh, mentally balanced. I know I've been really fortunate as far as work goes. I mean, I've been pretty much working seven days a week and then I've been doing this whole wrestle life thing, which has been, you know, when you're, you know, what do they say? If you want something done, give it to a busy person. So uh, it's another thing to do, another thing to get rolling, but it's also kind of my passion. And it's another way I can keep coaching people and keep keep people going and realize that we're going to get out of this and we're going to be fine. So, um, and then I run my mom's eBay business too. So it's, uh, I'm not overwhelmed because I've managed to kind of make it all work for me. Um, but I'm a busy guy. This is my first day off in this is my first real day off in several weeks. So, you know, I'm, I'm feeling 48 and I'm feeling the whole leadership thing. The weight is great on my shoulders, but I'm happy to hold the weight for other people because I know other people aren't as fortunate as me. So I'm trying to do the best I can, uh, like all of us and having so many people affected by this, uh, virus and all that. Um, I was happy to get my first vaccination last week. And so I'm going to get the second one and then I'm going to get out on the road and 
kind of go out and give everybody hugs again and get everybody back to where they need to be. So that's the, uh, I hope, I hope that answer is a little bit more complete than fine or cool or, you know, copacetic or whatever. So, um, but yeah, that's a, that's a bigger picture. I mean, my, my wife's good. My kids are good. So, I mean, we're doing the best we can. It's a beautiful day here in Massachusetts. So that helps. Sun first, first sunshine in a couple of days, you know, in a couple of weeks, actually. So that helps. Sun always helps. Yeah, always does. That's a, mm -hmm. that's a fantastic answer. Um, there's a few uh, questions I have from what you just said. Um, can, can you explain what the, uh, what the wrestle life is and what, what you're doing with that and what that means? Yeah, sure. So um, actually, you're one of the guys that inspired it. Um, a whole bunch of you guys were the ones that inspired it. But I ran into – I've been doing this for 29 years, this whole pro wrestling thing. And I was always wondering why I was the weird guy because I would hear, yeah, man, if you don't want to do this for a living, you don't have any passion for it, you're a this, you're a that. And I hear a lot of people kind of knocking it or, you know – and I was like, hey, man, I'm I'm a better, bigger student of the game than you are. I follow wrestling more than you do. I I wrestle more than you do. But for some, you know, and I, I had a bunch of shots at WWF and WWE when I was a little younger and 99, 2000, 2001. I was booked as an extra like 20 times. I had three or four matches. I I did pretty well for myself, but I couldn't understand why I just never went for it. And then kind of realized a couple of years ago as I had tried to make wrestling my full-time deal and fell on my face that I never wanted to do wrestling full-time. I, I, at least not labeling it full-time because mm -hmm. as soon as I labeled wrestling full-time, it wasn't fun anymore. And I didn't want to do it anymore because it felt like mowing the lawn and doing the laundry. So I had to keep wrestling in a certain box. And if I took it out of that box and tried to put another box, it wouldn't fit. So and my whole thing with wrestling is that once I didn't have wrestling in its proper place, a lot of my life kind of fell apart and I got back into my gambling. Uh, I, I had been clean for a year and then I kind of fell off the wagon and then I really fell off the wagon where I was just starting to gamble hundreds of dollars a day, um, not a week, a day. Um, and I would have gambled more, but I ran out of money every day. So I, you know, I would have been able to do more, but finally kind of you know, had a come to Jesus meeting with my wife one more time. I had already done this uh, February 13th of 2019. So I've had two, two plus years behind me, uh, no gambling, but I needed to kind of get back some structure in my life. So I picked up, I started as an independent contractor for this courier company. So I run my own little courier business and it's been life-saving to me. In 2019, I kind of started jumping into that and then wrestling got put back in its proper place. Now, you, you know, like I do, I, you and I never saw each other on our home states. We always saw each other in other places and you travel like I do. So my taking a step back ended up, I was wrestling 70 matches a year. So, I mean, I was still pretty busy. So mm -hmm. that's where, um, but it wouldn't matter because if I had, if I worked on wrestling 120 hours a week, I'd still call it my side hustle. I'd still call it something else because I have to label it something different in my brain. Um, and then once, so the wrestle I've started with, it's not wrestling, it's not life. It's the wrestle life. Once you start wrestling, the wrestling becomes a part of you and everybody else in your life is affected by it. So what I do is I teach, I teach courses and I have a whole website because 90% of the people I was mentoring 
have the same problem. I, I really should have just called the what I really should have just called the site how to wrestle and not get yelled at by your family, but that's uh, too long of a, <laughs> and so, and, and all joking aside, we have to remember that when we have a wife, a kids or a mom and dad, or just significant others in our life, we're living our dream, but they're not. And mm-hmm. their dream, our dream is not their dream. So we have to find a way to organize that in our schedule, in our lives. So we can still wrestle, have a fulfilling life and even go for it full time. If we want to, I'm not against other people going full time. Just didn't work for me. Make wrestling fit into your life so it doesn't destroy you. I'm so sick of the narrative, Jackson, that you either have to win the belt against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, or you or you're a broke loser that doesn't talk to anyone in his family anymore. I'm so sick of that narrative. That narrative has I've met very few people that have beaten somebody for the belt at WrestleMania or been a broke fool. We've we're all kind of in the middle here, and mm-hmm. I want people. I love wrestling so much and wrestling's done so much for me. Um, the positives greatly outweigh the negatives. I just want to have a community, uh, an organization, a place where people can go and learn from each other and get the education they need to leverage wrestling so they can make more money at it because a lot of people aren't even making a dime. A lot of people are negative. So I want to make, I want to have people make money. I want to have people save money and I want people to honor their families. Um, Really, most of the people I deal with are family oriented, but you can be single, can honor yourself, mm-hmm. um, honor your budget, honor your bank account. So that's that's kind of where I am. And, and again, if you make wrestling now a good little side business that you're organized, you're keeping an eye on it and it's working the way you want it to work, I think it'll help us all be much more well-balanced and well-adjusted. So that's kind of where I'm going with that wrestle life thing. I think that's fantastic. Um, how important do you think that outside relationships are as a person who is trying to go for it in wrestling? Um, I've, and I won't name any names because I don't want to embarrass people, but I've had at least three or four people that said, I'm willing to break up with my boyfriend or my girlfriend right now to get a contract. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I kind of looked at them and they said, no, no, they know it too. I said, okay. I said, that's interesting to me. And I've also had other people that said, I'm not leaving my family for anything, mm-hmm. you know? So I've had some opportunities in other parts of the country. I won't specify, but I've had some opportunities on a very preliminary level um, where I had some kind of pre-interviews. And then my wife was like, well, good luck. Have a good time because I'm not moving. And that's fine with me because I think that's very fair because my wife's given up a lot to help me see those dreams through. And it's, uh, it's, it, it's a lot, it's a lot. So outside relationships, I think you have to keep an eye on those relationships and realize how important they are to you. And again, this isn't a lecture on don't ever wrestle and go to church on Sunday, every day, every, every Sunday. And, you know, don't, don't do anything fun in your life. Just stay at home. It's not what I'm saying, but make a schedule, figure it out. Uh, communicate that's one of the things that I've had to work hard on is communication in relationships talk tell them what you're tell them why you're doing that why are you driving to Alabama and kind of taking a day out of work which is a day's pay why are you doing this well I want to go hang out with my buddies I haven't seen I haven't seen uh, Jackson Stone in a while and he's going to be in Alabama and 
I want to go see my buddy. Well, I don't know if that's good enough because we can talk to Jackson Stone on Zoom if we need to and catch up with him there. Um, or we can send each other text messages. So why are you going? Are you going for an opportunity? Um, I know the past couple of weeks, I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, the whole like, uh, you know, Taz put a thing out. Don't, you know, know your worth and, and, you know, don't work for free and all that. And I think that was very misconstrued by a lot of people. Well, mm-hmm. I'm okay with you working for free, but you should be exchanging value for value. So right. go, you know, you and I have worked for free to go get opportunities. I know. Um, you know, so, and there's been times when we've been paid well, and there hasn't been much of an opportunity at all. We've just been wrestling for money. So I think it's a give and take situation. So that's where, um, I think the outside relationships come in where they kind of keep you tethered. And do you have to go wrestling every weekend? I don't know. I mean, I think, I think sometimes we get in a habit where we just wrestle to go wrestle, to be a part of the wrestling lifestyle, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes taking a step back is really the most important thing. So I think if anybody's willing to hang in with you on this, I'm holding on to them. That's for sure. So, yeah. So I, I think that anybody who's willing to hang with you, no pun intended on a, in a relationship, uh, I think they're worth holding on to because this is a weird business. Um, it's not really different from any other business aside from that. A lot of it is nights and weekends. So and that takes away a lot of personal time, especially if you're in an, an intimate relationship. So, um, yeah, if you have someone who's willing to hang, hang out with you and make this work, uh, work it out with them, communicate and make it happen because those people are rare. <clears throat> yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that. Um, going back to what you said, what you said earlier when you first uh, answered the question of how are you doing, um, <clears throat> all of what you said seemed very optimistic and I, I view myself as a very optimistic, like fundamentally, I believe that things will work out for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, have you always been an optimistic person? Do you consider yourself optimistic? Um, and where did that come from? Is that something you learned? Some, something just passed to you? You trained for that? Like what, where does that come from? Um, I kind of had to learn it in a way. I, I don't think I was, um, necessarily, uh, the most optimistic guy i you know you get caught up in the small talk world and you get caught up with well you know i can't complain and nothing nobody will listen anyway and all that stuff and all these dumb things that people say that whether you know how you doing oh i'm tired what you're tired already it's nine in the morning i, I worked all night and i'm less tired than you are so um i think it, i think you can kind of tell yourself stuff every day that kind of beats you down or you can tell you stuff every day that kind of picks you up so I don't know. I think when I started listening to, you know, and it's going to sound kind of trite, but I, you know, I used to listen to Tony Robbins and then his mentor, Jim Rohn. And, uh, you know, there, there's guys out there that kind of switched my mindset around Brian Tracy, these guys. And, and they said, man, you can, you can think anything you want. And you, if you, but if you want to kind of be somebody different, you have to think kind of a little differently. And that doesn't mean that I'm above anybody or anything like that, but um, yeah, I'm always, I'm pretty much always like kind of it's going to be okay. And look, again, you have to kind of, you know, you got to look at human history over the past, you know, we've, we've survived a lot of stuff. And am I crazy about this? No, man, I deliver to nursing homes every day. I, I, I see the toll it takes on people, but those nurses are still showing up to work every day. And this is after they get it, after they get the virus, they're still showing up every day. And they're still like, Hey man, this ain't going to beat me. 
you know, and that doesn't mean they're cheery and bright eyed and everything's positive and, Oh, what a great day it is, but they just show up every day, man. And that shows a certain amount of optimism right there. So, um, and yeah, I, I, I also think there's a lot of opportunities in the world that people miss by buying into the narrative. You know, I mean, we, you know, we, a president gets elected, they attack that president, he goes away and people are still mad at him. I'm like, look, I'm not a giant political guy, but I'm going to tell you right now. And I've learned this a while ago. There's nobody, the president's not going to come and cut you a check. So go earn your money. You know, if he sends you a check, take it, cash it, use it, but go make your money, go do what you have to do. If things don't work out at a job, go get another job. Um, I, one of the first things I tell my people that, uh, are unemployed, if you can make it work, even if you work 10 hours a week mowing lawns or at a coffee shop or something, go put yourself in the marketplace because it's going to make you feel so much better than just sitting home and with your thoughts. I mean, that's one of the things that we hear all the time, especially the past year. Oh, I've been sitting home and I've had a lot of time to think. And, you know, I don't think we have to be that thoughtful because I don't think we're spending our time thinking on good things. I think we, and it's a mindset change, man. Like try, trying to tell wrestlers that, um, by the way, everything you've been taught is, can I swear on here? Or Yes. I mean, I don't insist on it. I'm just, <laughs> yes, just, saying, you're allowed. just saying like, man, I, I've been here 30 years and I've been hearing the same bullshit for 30 years mm-hmm. and I've been hearing the same nonsense. Oh, you, you know, uh, uh, it's good. You know, it's good for the business and, you know, these promoters and pretty much every promoter I work for is a guy like us just trying to make it or a girl like us just trying to make it. It's not, the, the you know everybody thinks they're supposed to get ten thousand dollars by showing up from each promoter and there's no money so i mean if there's 40 people in the crowd well if he if he didn't want to if he didn't want to be a promoter he shouldn't have run the show and this and that if he's only going to draw 40 people well then you don't get to wrestle tonight and where are we supposed to practice in front of i i've been watching a documentary on showtime from the comedy store and they talked about weeks and weeks and weeks of two people at night three people watching them and guess what? They all still went and did their set. They said, oh, you yeah. know, oh, Mitzi Shore would shut it down if it was like, what, six or eight people or less, you would shut it down. Aside from that, they keep it going. But eight people in a pretty good sized club is still pretty sparse. So, again, if we're trying to do this and we're trying to get better at it, then we need to be wrestling. And if we need, you know, it, it's it, it frustrates me that people spend their time on stuff that doesn't make them happy, doesn't make them money, doesn't fulfill them doesn't further their relationships it doesn't i'm i'm surprised you know well the news bums me out all it is is bad news why are you watching it every day you know if it's that important somebody will tell you i don't think anybody right now doesn't know about covid and who the president is and all that i mean they'll they'll tell you so trust me they'll tell you they'll run up to you and tell you if you have to you know what i mean i'm not secret service i'm not uh you know, in charge. So I don't need to know everything. And somehow we all end up knowing anyway, because Facebook, you know, Twitter and all this stuff, they, they have all the news feeds and everything. And I don't know, man, like it, it, it's, it, it's kind of a waste of time. And as I get older, I'm 48 now, as I get older, it's really a waste of time. And plus there's so many kind of good things going on. Look at all our friends that got signed yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many people, how many people of those have you wrestled with? How many people of those have I wrestled with? Super cool. I mean, isn't it kind of nice to be able to just send those people a message and congratulate him and say, Hey, you know, Christian Casanova, man. Like I remember that he, I remember him when he was a 19 year old kid 
and I was wrestling him in, uh, you know, Peabody, Massachusetts in front of a hundred people in elementary school. And he wanted to do a bunch of crazy stuff. And I just said, Hey, let's go out there and call it on the fly. And he was scared to death. Cause he was such a, he was a baby. He's a kid, you know, he's a kid now still, but, and then we just had a good match, a good 10 minute match. Isn't going to light the world on fire. And then you shook my hand and he goes, Oh, I get exactly what you're doing now. I said, kid, you're going to be fine. You did great. So, and he just kept wrestling and kept, and then he'd always have a smile on his face. He'd always say, hey, uncle Bob, it's good to see you. I sent him a message yesterday. He got right back to me. I mean, you know, this, I'm, he, I don't have to worry about him and I don't have to worry about a lot of those people because they're keeping their head up. And I know how that system can, can break you. And I know how that system can be very tough on people. So, but you, what I think what the cool thing about what we're all doing these days is we're realizing that we're, we used to think that the system was above us. Um, but we're kind of above the system. Like th there's so many people that have walked away from WWE or other places and said, yeah, I'll be fine. And back in the day they would say, I'll be fine. And we go, yeah, or he's not going to be fine. And now they walk away and they go, I'll be fine. And then they just go do something else and make money or they just, or they just go back home and they stop wrestling for a little while and they come back in a year and, or they go to the Indies or they do a podcast or they come up with something else to do another business venture. So I think, and WWE is kind of feeling that where they don't have the grit, grasp on you anymore. And I'm not picking on WWE. I, you and I have plenty of friends in there. They're doing great. You know, a lot of people love it. It's just, I can't imagine just going to wrestling every day and having to live in that. It's, it's such psychological warfare and I'm not saying anybody's evil. It's just human nature. Um, you know, sociology 101 and all that stuff. Just study that. You'll see WWE right in there, right in that culture. And as friendly as everybody is and as helpful as everybody is, it's still a competition. It's still people trying to make it. It's still people trying to do things. So, and achieve. And I think it's, it can be difficult to survive in that environment. So I feel like I'm just rambling now, but. Um, That's okay. That's what yeah. this is for. That's what this yeah. is for. Um. <clears throat> So yeah, I mean back to back to the guys who got signed yesterday, right? And now we're those guys. I mean those guys from especially from the indie scene, right? There was a few people that were just from like college football or wrestling. Yeah, I, I didn't know those people, but the indie people, obviously. But all those guys and gals are superstars, right? So now you look at the people actually still on the independent scene. What would you What would you tell someone right now who? Because for me, uh, as a uh, for if I was a young wrestler, super young, just starting. Um, there's a fine line between uh, looking at someone who's doing great and um, having competition by that, being inspired by that. And then the other side of that fine line is, is comparing yourself to them. Um, how, do you, how would you tell a young wrestler to navigate that? Yes, be inspired by that if that's where you want your, your life to end up. Mm -hmm. um, but don't compare yourself to them because your life is not the same as them. How would you give that advice out if, if you could? Yeah. And I also, it, I'm also going to tell him something that maybe not everybody tells him, but it's okay to be jealous the first day. Oh I'm yeah. Gonna be, I'm going to let you be jealous for about 12 hours. Yeah. I feel would, that. I, feel I, that. I that's, feel a, that. that's important. You have yeah. to, because it's human nature. It's who you are. Um, it actually will help you if you use it the right way. And if you, but if you let it get, damaging where you're sinking into it and well that's it somebody got signed so that's it 
you know, they have 200 people on the, on the, they have 200 people on the roster. They just signed $2 billion deals in the past year. If they need to throw you 50 grand, they'll do it if you're good enough. So don't panic. Um, that's the first thing I'd say. Second thing I'd say is assess if that's the life you want. Again, mm-hmm. moving to Florida would have ruined it for my wife immediately. <laughs> she loves going to Disney. That's fun. Disney once, you know, for a week, once every couple of years, that's, that's the dream. But then that ninth or 10th day, it's time to go home. And we like the seasons. We like where we live. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's very comfortable for us and we're in our dream house. It's, it's a great, it's a great life. So, and my wife would not react well to that. And that's a big decision in my household. Um, but if you want to go, then you have to kind of study what those people did. And not everybody's path, everybody's path is exactly the same, but those, uh, I can tell you for most of those people, a lot of those people traveled. A lot of those people were in shape. A lot of those people were very attractive. They're good looking people. Now, if you, if you ugly, you still can get in there. It's fine. You don't know anything about that, but I do, but uh, <laughs> you're, a, you're, a, you're a handsome man, but thank you. Yeah. I think, I think, I think you're handsome too, Bob. Well, that's nice. Thank you. And so does your wife. I I hope so. She does. We talked before this. Now, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, you have to decide if that's the life you want. And if it's the life you want, then go for it. Now's look, the, the, the best time to start was probably five years ago. The, The second best time to start is today. So start today. And I'm doing my little, um, you know, well, it's not little, it's hopefully good size, but I'm doing my little pandemic, you know, wrestler pandemic rebound plan meeting we have coming up today as this is being taped. And one of the things I'm going to say is one of the things I almost always say as I begin one of my webinars or talks or something is where are you today? Take your inventory. Look, I know plenty of people that have made a ton of progress, not even wrestling in the past year. They've Mm -hmm. gotten some more notice. They've gotten, it's a social media game. It's an eyeball game. Get your social media, right get all the bad stuff off there as quickly as possible um, because somebody's always going to be out to get you. I guarantee there's somebody and I'm not giving them any ideas, but I'm guaranteed that some of the people that got signed yesterday, there's somebody trying to look to dig up dirt on them to try to get him fired just because. And unfortunately people like that exist in the world. That's not you. That's not me. Um, and please don't do that. If that's you, uh, <laughs> I don't mean you, but I mean, in the world, people mm-hmm. watching this, don't be that person. Um, it's just, it's, it's not a good place. It's not a good place for you to be direct your energy elsewhere. And, but yeah, I would, I would be inspired by it. I, and I would, but not only that, even if you th- and I've said this about the young bucks and I've said this about other people, I may even said this to you because I've said it a lot. Even if you think they stink and they're horrible, all the, they're the worst wrestlers I've ever seen. They're this, they're that, whatever. If they're successful, study the model. How did they get there? What did they do to get there? If, if you don't think their matches were that good, then maybe they got there another reason. And no, they didn't sleep with everybody. And no, they stopped with all that. How did they get there? What was the model? Did they travel a lot? Did they have great social media? Did they have a YouTube channel? Did they just, you know, beat the, beat the bushes until something came, like a, 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 something came out to hunt and eat? Did they, you know, if you, you know, if you go out and if you're the worst salesman in the world, and you go out to 10 places, you might not make a sale. If you go out to a thousand places, you'll make a sale by accident. So is it a numbers game? Did they just travel like crazy? 
Did they decide to live the life and finally something broke for them? Did they make a bunch of mistakes, screwed up, got yelled at, went back to the drawing board and reinvented themselves again? There's a lot of people that did that. So, I mean, that's mostly what life is anyway. You Mm -hmm. know, breakthrough, failure, breakthrough, failure, mundane, nothing. Then you, then you, then you get knocked back down again. It's always like the plane of pain or pleasure principle anyway, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. I wish I could get, they should release me. They should let me go. And then they release you and you're like, man, I really wanted to be here. So it's always a head game. So you have to kind of keep yourself above water and then realize that these people went through a lot of the same stuff that you did. A lot of these people went through the same struggles you did. The, you know, oh man, I, I didn't do that well at the tryout or I did well at the tryout and they didn't get back to me. I, you know, I, I, I looked good, but you know, they, they said they have, they already have somebody like me or they, you know, they're not, they're not ready for me, but they said, wait six more months. And then seven months goes by and they don't call and then they don't take your calls anymore. So maybe they blew you off or, and then one day they might just call you out of nowhere because they found a place for you. I mean, these things happen. The, the, the only way you can, the only way you can win the game is to stay in it. But here's the thing about the game. As soon as you win the game, you just start another game and go again. You start another level. So, um, you know, even all these movies where, you know, they, they, they win the championship or the, the, the person gets the girl. Really, if you look at it and if you want to get all nut, nutty about these movies is really they're only that's just a chapter in the book. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes there's a reason why there's a ch- that's a chapter in the book, because sometimes if it's based on a real story, sometimes the book isn't that good after. So, you know. Uh, so I would, yeah, man, just be, be inspired by it and realize that they're going through a lot of the same stuff you are and realize if that's the life you want, then jump at it. And if you don't, that's okay too. You can still be a good traveling indie wrestler and have a nice part-time hustle and make good money on the road. But you know, what was their work ethic how'd they treat everybody? You know, you yeah. should be treating everybody well, you know, all the, all the basics. But I also realized that the basics and, you know, common sense isn't so common and the basics aren't that basic. So work on, I mean, I think most of the people that on that list that I've dealt with are all good people and they've all, I haven't seen too many attitude problems. And plus that'll get, that'll get knocked out of them real fast. So they'll just send them home and realize that you, it could all end tomorrow. I don't mean you're going to die, but it could all end tomorrow. Hey, we didn't like something we saw on social media. You said the n-word 54 years ago when you were one and uh you know when you were a baby you babbled it by accident so we're gonna you know obviously you hate everyone and we're gonna throw you out so um i'm being a little extreme there but i know people have made a lot of mistakes i know i made mistakes Mm -hmm. and yeah i mean i'm sure they could dig up stuff on both of us you know maybe with each other you never know (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's that's the thing man it's like I people get jealous and that's okay. Feel that way. But realize that they did a lot of work to get there and they busted their ass and they, everybody there did. There are no shortcuts. And I'm just getting tired just talking about it because it's, it's such a long road sometimes, but um, it is, but, and you have to strategize too. be, have a strategy. Don't just say, I'm going to wrestle a hundred places next year, just wherever I want. And someone will find me. Be strategic, have a plan. Maybe you can wrestle 40 times, but they're all in really good places. And that's where you get seen 
you know, it doesn't have to, it can be a numbers game or not. So I, I'm kind of a fan of both because if you're talented, that's great. But see, I wasn't naturally talented in wrestling. I just loved it so much. So I had to develop, I had to become skilled in wrestling. See, talent is what God gives you. Skill is what you do with it. So, and then you got to keep, you got to, and you can learn. A lot of things are skills that you think are talents. They're not. Charisma can be learned. Now you're never going to be the rock. But I bet if you went out and did a rock impression, I don't mean a rock impression with the eye and all that, but I mean, if you did, if you walked in a room and said, I'm, I'm as confident as the rock today, I bet people would notice that change in you. Mm-hmm. Plus really charisma is just comfort around people anyway, just being comfortable. It's realizing your true self and then just being comfortable around people. I, I, and I know some of the most boring people in certain circumstances are the most charismatic and lively people in other circumstances. So, um, so that's just an example of a skill there, but yeah, just realize that um, if you're not naturally talented, you're going to have to work harder at it and develop more things and become a more, you might even have to become more well-rounded. So that's the long and short of it. Mostly long. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, almost every over, almost every skill is trainable, right? Mm-hmm, course, I think so. Of course, like a few people can be born um, a little bit more of this, a little bit more of that, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your, your predisposition is, whatever your genetics gave you, right? Sure. You have those kind of set of talents and skills that you might be born with, but for the most part, everything we need to be successful quotation marks on that, because it's a relative term um, can be learned and trained and cultivated and practiced. um, Just like you learned how to walk as the baby, right? You fell down a bunch of times, eventually you got back up. And now as an adult, you know how to walk perfectly without even thinking about it. And for the most part, um, we can, we can cultivate most of those skills in our life. Now, if you don't have a predisposition to be a professional baseball player and throw hundred miles an hour, then maybe you won't be able to, cause your arm wasn't built for that and things like that. Of course, those go into play, but building like confidence and charisma and being able to talk on the microphone, um, and being aware of what you're good at and your strengths are, especially as a wrestler is super important. Because if I'm not good at doing arm drags, I'm never going to do one in a match. And no one will ever know that I'm bad at them. Mm-hmm. No, no fan is going to watch me wrestle for 25 minutes and be like, that was a pretty good match, but you didn't do an arm drag. So I'm just, no, they're going to be like, yo, that was awesome. And I'm be like, yeah, because I only highlighted my strengths. And the person you're in the ring with should be on the same page with that as well. And I only want to highlight their strengths. So I think that starts with like being aware of yourself, like, you know, watching your tape back, getting with a mentor you know, getting different perspectives, having different conversations with people who don't always agree with you. And that can be the same with, with everything in life um, as to why we have such a huge divide in our country. And it starts with that, you know, those uncomfortable conversations. Um, that's just my thought, really, on what you said. Yeah, I, I, and, and I did, that's, that's really good. And I, um, I'm glad you said that. Well, you know, well said, my friend, well said. I, I struggle with even telling people to, hey, man, you got to go out, you got to go on the road. And I'm talking once we open up and all that, I'm not talking about right now. Um, Because some people can't, that's why like this whole site kind of came on because I, it it was a good challenge to me. One of the cool things about this is I'm learning a ton about business, a ton about marketing, a ton about, um, you know, trying to get, trying to broadcast to the biggest amount of people as possible, kind of like you, but I'm learning a bunch of stuff at the same time. Like I I posted the other day on Facebook. It's nice to be a student again. Mm -hmm. You don't have to just be the teacher. And I think that's one of the things I was, I, I had had this idea in my head for several years, but I couldn't figure out a way to do it because 
I figured, well, I'm really smart at wrestling and I mentor a lot of people. So that applies to everything. I don't have to learn anything anymore. I'll just, it'll just come to me like wrestling does. Hey, Bob, we need to finish for match three. Uh, boom, 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 done. Oh my God, that's great. Thank you so much. But hey, Bob, we need to figure out a way to, you know, get your message out to a bunch of people. Uh, well, match three doesn't matter anymore because it's not wrestling. So it was kind of nice to be a student again and nice to kind of learn how to do those things again. And I'm still learning. Actually, the guy who mentors me is going to have me on his podcast in a couple of weeks and he's going to tear me apart on it, on the air. He's going to, he's going to kind of go do a, do a coaching call with me on the air. It's kind of what his podcast is. And we're going to go right through it. He's going to go, let's, let's talk about the rest of life and what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong and what you can work on. And you know, it's, it's, it's kind of cool to be a student again. I dig that stuff. I'm not afraid of being criticized. Um, and as long as it's, you know, I mean, if it was just, if it's just criticism, like Bob's a jerk and he should leave, well, that's not really criticism. That's just name calling. Um, you know, and that's another thing to all you people to realize that it's, you know, if it's elevated name calling, it's still name calling. So it's okay. That's not criticism. So if, if Jackson Stone and I have a match and they, and, and somebody's watching in the back, who's really good. And they say, what were you guys thinking there? And we go, yeah, we, we didn't do that. You know, and we have a discussion about it. And then they go, maybe try this next time. And we go, oh, that's a really good idea. That's Love criticism. That. Love yeah. that. That's not, you guys suck. Your face is stupid. You're dumb. You're <laughs> bald. Like that's, that's not, you know, Bob's boring. He's, he's fat. Like, okay, maybe I'm boring and maybe I'm, I know I'm fat. So we don't have to argue about that. But, you know, a lot of people think I'm not boring. So I, I don't always have to be the life of the party either. So, Again, it's yeah, man. I think the fact is that we have to sit there and have a have a discussion and open it up and realize that you know we're all in this together and just talk it out and you know be a man, be a woman, be a grown up, and have a conversation. I I I still see it on Facebook, not as much as I did. Hopefully, that's people, you know. But all the maybe I just muted all those people or whatnot. But I'm just not you know I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing the vitriol as much and I'm still seeing kind of the passive aggressive stuff, the vague book stuff once in a while. Um, but I, I, I'm not seeing it as much. Maybe we're just not, maybe we're just not wrestling enough. So enough to have the drama, but I'm kind of hoping that the, the drama goes away. You can have a wrestling show without drama folks. You can have, you know, you really can. I've, I've, I, it's, it's so wonderful when there's no drama, you know, the only drama is in the ring. Let's go have a good show. Let's, you know, or, you know, the pizza's not here yet for intermission, that kind of stuff. That's the kind of drama I want to deal with. I don't want to deal with, uh, you know, this guy's got heat with this guy. Oh, please stop it. You know, be adults. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting that you, you brought up like learning new things. Cause I feel like I'm, I'm kind of in that, in that same wave. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, since I had such a big break in, in quarantine without wrestling, I kind of started things that I wanted to start and I was going to, but just kind of jump-started them anyways. Uh, and just feel like I'm kind of at some point just flying by the seat of my pants, like just like doing stuff that I feel really passionate and purposeful with, but really not knowing exactly what I'm doing. Um, and it feels pretty exciting, you know. I'm uh, And so, yeah, I'm with you on that. I feel, I feel the same. <clears throat> and then like... Going back to people getting signed, I think it, it's important for, for people to realize that it's okay also to be jealous 
for people who are getting signed, but then it should turn into, okay, let's be happy for them because that flip in, in your mind frame can really put you on like a new wave because when you really start to be happy for other people's success, you understand for one that you yourself are about to be on a winning streak and that um, the pie is big enough for everyone to eat. They're signing their contract is not taken away from your slice at all. Whether or not you go to the same place that they did, even if you go to Impact or AEW, you stay on the Indies forever, you're still going to be able to eat if you if you approach it in that in that way. And I think that's an important uh, note to make as well. Yeah, and I have a I have I call it my jealousy buster, and it's pretty simple. And people seem to like it, and they well they don't like it because it introduces themselves them to themselves, but they it's quick. And all I say is, I say, so let's, I'm going to use, let's, let's use Christian Casanova, my buddy for, a, a, yeah. you know, let's use him because he won't cool. mind. So he's going to be, he's going to be a superstar anyway. So he's, he's, and he's what a wonderful guy too. Just a, just yes. a great guy. So, Very much so. Um, so Cassie gets signed, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm me and I'm like, oh man, should have been me. <laughs> uh, okay. So Christian Casanova decides for some reason today, he's like, I, I've decided I don't want to be in NXT anymore. And I've, I've decided to not do the contract. I'm going home. Are they going to call me next? Am I next in line? If I'm not next in line, why am I complaining? Why am I jealous? And I don't mean aside from the quick impulsive, you know, oh man, like all that. I'm talking about like re- resenting the person for it. Hmm. Like I know the work he did. I, I know the work. I know the work Brene did. I know the work a lot of people did. Like, um, a lot of people worked their butt off to get there. Look at um, uh, Mrs. Morrison there. Uh, her name is Oh, uh, uh, Valerie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, fantastic. I saw, never mind how. Never mind the wrestling and all that because I think she's very good in the ring. I saw her running around at Impact, trying to help other people, trying to produce her own stuff. She was always like coming up with creative ideas for herself and she was always very active on like the pre-tapes and things like that and she didn't half-ass it she always put in like a a good effort and she was a star at this point she didn't have to and she did she was working as hard as anybody else so and you know all these people they get their breaks at, at different times in their life just let them have it it's okay and it ain't you anyway you're not next in line that that's one of the things that i i really try to kind of stressing people is you're not next if if those people leave if those 11 people leave or 20 people whatever it was we're not 20th in line we're not maybe you are i'm not i know that for sure so um i haven't wrestled in a year i'm out of shape i'm 48 it's not my goal i don't have to drive to do it i have a lot of things working quote unquote against me in that aspect if they called me i'd recommend 20 other people that they should sign and they're never going to call me and i'm never going to have to make that recommendation but I would. There's plenty of other people that want that job way more than I do, and that's why they're going to get it. I've never seen anyone that wanted the job that badly, was willing to sacrifice everything for it, and didn't get it. Now, granted, I don't know if that's the best way to go about things, and again, that's not attacking anybody, but I mean, I've seen people give it all up for wrestling, and I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're the happiest people I know. Mm-hmm. So, um, And a lot of people have wised up and kind of taken a step back and realized that there's other things in life, too. So this is always, this has been very difficult for me to admit that because even though I always held a job, um, aside from nine months where I almost ruined, ruined myself, but I've held a job. I've 
been a, a, a good dad, a decent husband. I could have been a better husband. I could work on that every day, but I'm, I've always been a good dad. I've always taken care of my kids, always provided that kind of a thing. Um, but wrestling was always on the top of my mind. And now wrestling has taken a different place. You know, the rest of life is on the top of my mind because I have to do so much of it myself. But that's really more, it's not really like, hey, I'm going to have a good match today. It's more about, hey, I got to make sure my website doesn't look like garbage. Hey, I got to make sure I'm, my message is clear. I got to make sure I'm delivering on the content I promise, that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. that's really where I am. So it, it, yeah, and it's, it is exciting to try new things. It is exciting to do more stuff. And again, wrestling will be there. Wrestling's not going anywhere. It, people are going to need us to be out there and doing our our live event stuff. They're going to be need they, they're going to be needing us to do it, especially if WWE decides they don't want to do live events anymore. Aside from Raw and SmackDown, they're going to need us more than ever because there's not going to be any Saturday wrestling aside from us. And people are scared of that. And I said, what a great opportunity! What a great opportunity for us to go out and entertain people. And if they're people are scared to come out or people aren't as interested to come out. Give them a reason to come out. I tell every promoter, I said, stop, stop promoting wrestling. You're not promoting wrestling. You're promoting a party and wrestling happens in it. And you got to get people to show up. You know, I, I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big family friendly guy because if you cut the kids off from wrestling, then you cut off like a lot of people from wrestling. The bar shows are fine. Do the bar shows, but the bar shows are kind of their own thing. But aside from that, do a family friendly show, have a bunch of kids and adults show up. You'll make some fans and just keep rotating your crowds through and have a party and wrestling will show up, have sh give them something to go to and then have an awesome wrestling show that wins fans over. Don't tell them I have an awesome wrestling show. You should go because a lot of people think wrestling and they'll be like, Oh, I don't want to go. But if you tell them there's a cool, fun party to go to um, and there's neat stuff there. And by the way, wrestling's there too. People will be, I think a lot more interested. So it's going to challenge, it's going to challenge us as promoters, as, uh, live event people, but I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity there. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot of opportunity for a lot of amazing stuff <clears throat> coming up whenever we're, we're kind of in full speed and, and uh, going full throttle again. So that's awesome. Are you um, doing, um, are you, are you wrestling a lot in, in Texas? I know Texas is kind of open to a degree. So are you doing a lot of stuff or are you, not a lot. Maybe once a week. Maybe once. There's a show that runs every Saturday. The place that I trained at, um, it's in Bedford. It's like 45 minutes from my house. It's called MPX. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they they've been running for the most part uh, with the winter freeze. They had some issues. Obviously, when we shut down, there were some some issues as well. But yeah, I've wrestled there uh, probably every Saturday for a little bit. But uh, I'm um, I'm coaching a uh, a 13 year old baseball team, um, and nice. so. Yeah, we have our uh, our schedule. Our season starts uh, the first week of March, and we basically have tournaments every single weekend uh, until the end of June. And so, uh, for those four months, I really I don't think I'll be wrestling maybe maybe once or twice in those four months. But I'm really excited for for baseball season to start. So, yeah, I stopped playing baseball. I had a chance to be the 25th man on the roster in college, and the coach and I decided that I I wanted to move on to other things. But mm -hmm. I played all the way through high school. I played Legion ball. It was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. You it's know, a great I, sport. Yeah, I, I, uh, I really did dig it. That was kind of, but when wrestling kind of took over, that was, that was the new baseball and that was the new, uh, you know, the new uh, passion. So yeah, for sure.
Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of parallels there between, between baseball and wrestling. I think that's what's helped me quite a bit in, in my career. Uh, it's kind of handling the, the failures and the setbacks and the, the long roads and all that stuff. So I'm thankful for that for sure. Yeah. Baseball and baseball is kind of that same grind. I mean, there's mm -hmm. not a lot of, uh, there's an off season, but during the season, there's not a lot of time off. Right. Every game's pretty much every game's at night, except for maybe Sunday. Cause even most of the Saturdays are at night now. So yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hustle. How, how was that weather? Did you, did, did, did they give you flashbacks of when you'd come visit us in the Northeast or? <sighs> I mean, I am, so I, I went to college at South Dakota state. That's where I well, played. That's ball. true. Yeah, that's true. Um, but like, there's such a huge difference, right? Um, how South Dakota and even when I lived in Philly, how they prepare for a winter storm, right? And the roads, the infrastructure, the cars, the insulation, all of that is built for that kind of weather. Sure. I mean, us here, our homes aren't, aren't built for that. So no matter right. what kind of precautions that we could have or should have taken, I don't know. I'm, I don't, that's not my decision to make. Our homes just aren't built for that. So, and negative 18 degrees is like not like, I've lived here since I was 12 and like we maybe had a few freezing temperatures like I'm talking like 30 20 degrees but right but, but like 18 degrees that's and so it was really hard a lot of there was a lot of really bad stuff and a lot of starving people and freezing people and horrible but we're we're, we're on the upswing now things are getting handled and uh I, I was really lucky very very lucky my house didn't lose power or anything so I was super super lucky but it was scary man I I, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a cold weather type and, and neither are most of the people here in Texas. So, well, and I bet even after that, you're really not a cold weather type now. So mm -hmm. it's uh yeah, we, 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 we really haven't been, we've had a couple snowstorms, uh, but we really haven't had those crazy, like cold snaps this year. I mean, usually we have a cold snap where for a week or two, it'll be like five, six, 10. I think we had a couple days like that. Um, but I'm in shorts. Once it's 40 degrees or more, I'm in shorts anyway. So I just, I, my job is I'm mostly in my car and I yeah. go from, I, I walk a hundred feet to a nursing home. I go inside. So, and you know, I just, nah, I'm, I'd rather be comfortable. You know, they, they always tease me at the, you know, Oh, what you forget to wear pants and all that. So, you know, but it's <laughs> fun. Um, and it's again, you know, it, it's funny because the, it, it, the company I work for who shall remain nameless. It's funny how all the independent contractor companies, you know, and this is a parallel with wrestling too. They always try to get away with trying to do employee things to you and stuff. And, and it, it's funny because, you know, I'm pretty, pretty free, you know, free enterprise, pretty capitalistic, but it's funny how the independent contractor, like, man, all these companies are trying to lean on you and try to make it more and, and, and try to make you employees. So it's, it's funny, but yeah, I got my first vaccination last week. I'm dying to get my next one. Um, I was, I guess I could have gotten it two weeks sooner, but nobody at work told me I could get one. So, and then they're like, yeah, you can get vaccinated. You're fine. Yeah, go ahead. Next day I was Gillette stadium, home of the Patriots. I was there. Hey. Yeah. And uh, so I got to, I got to, Go stand in a place I would never be allowed to stand in during a game because they were in like that first luxury box area. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll never go to a game. It, these, these tickets must be like a couple grand a piece. But yeah, uh, it was nice to kind of look at the stadium and see that and go, wow, you know, that's quite a view. But and then, you know, just in and out. And it was uh, pretty, pretty painless. And I guess the second one kind of knocks you for a loop. So oh. I'm not looking forward to that. But then. Hopefully I'll get on the road and start 
kind of pushing this rest of life thing and kind of get people organized. And I'm really, my goal is to get a thousand people to double their income, whatever that means. You know, I, I just really want people to have wrestling be a cool thing where they can afford, you know, grocery money or a car payment or even a house payment if they're really doing well. And even if they just want to, even if they wrestle at MPX once a week and then take time off for baseball, I still want them to be able to leverage that, make a little bit more money. Um, you know, if you're making 50, 75 bucks, why not make 125, 150? Why not? And right. there's ways to do that. So, and, and again, now it's at least if you're leaving your family, now you're kind of trade money, at least trade money for coming back with some kind of value again, value for value. It's a different way to use it, but it's the same thing. So what are you doing? So what's your, what's your goals? Are you, are you putting wrestling in its, and I'm not questioning you. I'm asking you a question. Are you putting wrestling in its place right now? Are you not sure what you're going to do with wrestling? Are you jumping back into baseball? Are you, I mean, you're jumping back into baseball right now, but what's where, yeah. where, where are you? What's, what's the, what's the next year look like? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I would say um, wrestling maybe is like the third or fourth most, most important thing in my life, probably. Right. Um, I mean, definitely the most important thing is, is the mental health nonprofit that I run called You Are Loved. Um, yeah, I've been seeing yeah. a lot about that. So that's, yeah. that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's the, that's the top of the list and all the stuff that I'm trying to do with that. Right. Um, and then I'm doing uh, mental performance coaching, like with young athletes, with teams. Um, and that's super important as well. So kind of encompassing everything that I'm doing as an athlete and what I do with mental health and kind of bringing it to to the young athletes to help them kind of transform their, uh, their mental approach to life and the game. Um, and then I, uh, I'm running a clothing brand. Um, and then I have this podcast, which is super important to me. Uh, and then, yeah, wrestling, uh, probably after baseball season, I'll get, I'll get back into the swing of, of kind of going full speed in that, but we'll see. Uh, I love, uh, I love the being on the independent scene. That's kind of where I want to be, um, for, for the rest of my wrestling career, probably. Um, because I have the creative freedom to just do whatever I really am passionate about. And that's most important to me. And also I, I love the indie scene. I, I want to make it better. I want to, uh, show people that there is, there's an ability to, to live out your dreams on this scene. And, you know, cause we all just wanted to be pro wrestlers and you're having matches in front of people in front of crowds with your pretend wrestling name on your butt. And that's cool as hell. Like that's the coolest shit. And so if you have aspirations for bigger dreams, that's amazing. We should all have those kind of dreams and goals and intentions for our lives. But I don't want it to be so easy for it, someone to hand you a contract and used to throw everything away for that one contract. Because what if that one contract is not good enough? What if it's not the value that you see in yourself is not what you got handed to, you know? Um, because and the contract... We've seen it, we've seen it so right? many times. And yeah. It, it all end, those contracts have, a, have an ending date too. It ex they expire. So I'm not trying to, I'm sorry, you were, you were on a roll, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, I'm adding to your point, the fact that even the best contract, all these contracts that WWE signed, they even have an expiration date Yeah. and they either have to be renewed or they have to move on. So, it, it, you know, yeah, man. Well, it sounds like you're, you're doing pretty darn well for yourself. I feel like we've lost touch. So I, I was so happy when you reached out to me, when I put my little thing out. Now I do, as we're wrapping up here, I do my little, I do want to give you a little mini coaching call. Is there something that you're struggling with? You know, uh, you seem like you're in a great place, which is mm -hmm. I'm thrilled about, you know, cause you and I yeah. have always enjoyed our talks. I've always enjoyed when we've, you know, I know we've probably had two or three like real nice 
long talks and I've always enjoyed those times. So um, you always stood out to me as kind of being a little different from everybody else, you know, and, and mm. in a good way, in a good way, you know, um, and then Tim says hello and Congo and yeah. all those guys, like they were very happy to hear that I was going to be on the thing. So yeah, Tim got whacked by coronavirus hard, man. Like, so, really? yeah. So, but, and he's, he's been struggling getting back. He was doing some good work at the gym, getting his personal trainer stuff and yeah, really enjoying it. And then he, then his gym shut down went out of business and oh. didn't give him a whole hell of a lot of notice, which was kind of, I thought was kind of janky, but, and then he tried picking up at another couple of gyms, but it wasn't the same feel for him. So he's waiting to get that, the right feel for a gym. And now he's just, he's doing, he's working, he's busy doing his, doing his thing. But um, he's obviously a little bit more, he's always been a little bit more apprehensive than I have with anything. I'm like, let's go, let's do it. And he's like, well, maybe we'll wait a little bit, you know? Um, so we'll probably join forces again, probably in another couple of months. Um, I'll probably be out on my own for a little bit. And then Tim will jump in later, you know, when he's, when he feels it's appropriate for him. So, but what's, uh, so what can I help you with today? I mean, you seem like you're doing very well, but what's, uh, you know, what, what, what are you struggling with? I really, I, I, I hesitate to help you with your wrestling career because you've always seemed to have that figured out pretty well. And every time, every time something didn't work out, you just pivoted to something else, which is great. So that's a, that's a pretty well-adjusted guy. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I feel like things are, things are going, are going well for me, which is, which is awesome. I'm, I feel, always feel like really lucky about that. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Like I, I do feel like I always struggle with, with kind of a balance between, um, giving myself to, to other people um and allowing my time and effort to be for that and then uh still allowing that time to give myself that time and effort right and so <clears throat> that balance I, you probably know being in in a profession in a field where or in a mindset where you really want to help people achieve something amazing while also trying to achieve something amazing yourself um that that dichotomy and that kind of balance is is hard um, but I feel like anyone who's in that kind of field struggles with that. So I know it's never going to be perfect, but I do, uh, sometimes wear myself out, um, without giving myself enough, uh, attention, if that makes well, sense. And, and realize, and I think you said it perfectly before was don't look at it as much as balance as look at it as a pie. Um, and in this pie, it's it, it's not unlimited like the like the aforementioned pie we talked about earlier yeah like the pie abundance is, pie the abundance pie yes the abundance pie will feed feed people forever but the time pie is quite limited mm -hmm. so um you know whether you believe in time or not it still exists we just have to you know and i saw somebody was trying to get rid of time they said we're not going to have time anymore and i said well it's still there whether you want to get rid of it or not but so realize that sometimes you're going to have to spend your energy on different things. Realize that sometimes you're going to have to dig in and spend more time on certain things than not. The biggest thing is having a limit, having boundaries. Mm -hmm. Something I've worked really hard on is giving yourself a break. I'm taking the whole week off from the gym, but I've had a nice run of getting to the gym three or four times a week. Um, my eating hasn't been where it should. So I haven't lost the weight I've wanted to lose, but my, health as well and my physical fitness as well um so i'm not beating myself up for not going to the gym this week now if i 
go to, if I don't go to the gym next week, now we're, we have to have a conversation, but, and then I can really only work on my stuff for maybe an hour or two a day. My outside interests aside from my courier stuff and my family, I can only work on it for like an hour or two a day. But if I put good time into that hour or two, then that's, that'll be fulfilling. And again, I don't have to do it. I don't have to get everything done in a day. And that's another thing, like, and you're probably learning with the organization you, you've put together and stuff that you want to get it all done, man, I'll just, if I just spend 20 hours on this, I'll get it all done. But sometimes 20 hours is difficult to find in a day. So yeah. you might have to do it for two hours a day over 10 days. And it might get, you know what, it might be a week late. You know, I wanted to get it done by the end of February and damn it, it's going to be done by March 9th. And uh, I'm the worst person ever. Well, it, it was it laziness was it lack of priorities or was it just other stuff important stuff took priority first and i think you're a pretty you know organized guy who's pretty with it so i would trust your opinion if you said hey that wasn't really a priority this week but next week it will be i have to clear some stuff off my schedule so again you know right now if you're if you're coaching 13 year olds uh those games are scheduled those games are happening so you can't very well say, hey, I'm going to work on my nonprofit. Let me grab the laptop here, guys. I'm going to work on the nonprofit <laughs> in the third inning. Seventh inning. You know, I mean, we can't really do that. So we have to. And, and I think one of the things that really helped me was the schedule. I needed this guy. I needed the structure and I couldn't structure it myself. I think I do it better now, but I still don't think I do it as well um, now. So that's why I said it. You know, I'm, I'm fully confident that the source of life thing is really going to take hold. We have about 30 members now, which is great for two months in. And I want to blast off. I want to have 100 members by the end of the year and 300 members by the end of 2022. And if we're doing that, then I'm going to have to have a conversation with myself because then it's just going to be a time issue. But then again, financially, it should carry itself by then and we should be in pretty good shape. So, mm -hmm. but, but then I'm going to have to take it seriously and I can't just say, well, hey, wrestling is just a fun thing. And it, the job won't be wrestling now. The job will be helping other wrestlers achieve what they want to do. And to me, that's a different, that's a different thing than just having matches and, oh, I'll go out and have a tag match. And, you know, I love that stuff. But again, man, like I'm pushing past that now. I'm, I'm, I'm fully expecting to wrestle when I'm 50. I'm not worried about that. But to, to go out and wrestle 60 times a year and have a full-time job and coaching people and mentoring people, that's a lot. So you really have to, but I, I yeah, man, I think you're on the right track. Just again, give yourself a break. Sometimes you're going to have time to do things. Sometimes you're not going to have time to do things and just don't hammer yourself. I would always hammer myself if I didn't get something done and it would set me back another day. I'd be mad at myself the next day too. So if you, if you're going to kind of beat yourself up, you go, all right, asshole, you fucked up today. So tomorrow let's get, get right at it. Get a good night's sleep. It's over. It's done you know, think about like your parents or think about, you know, someone in your life who's mad at you, but a good leader, whoever that was in your life. And they were mad at you for the day, but they didn't, weren't mad at you the next day. They weren't mad at you forever. You can't, I think we're, I think we're easier on other people than we are on ourselves a lot of times. So mm. he's his own toughest critic. Well, lighten up once in a while, sunshine, it'll be okay. You know? So that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing, man. Like you seem like you got four or five really, really top priority things going on in your life. And, you know, if wrestling, I believe in your lineup that you handed me, wrestling wasn't fourth. It was actually fifth. So, mm. so there's another thing that cropped up in there too. So, and that's okay. Oh yeah. So just devote, 
fifth place time on wrestling right now. And if you want to be an indie guy, you already are an indie guy. This is great. You, you made it. Congratulations. You're here. Right. Welcome to I the did club. It. It's awesome. You did it. Yeah. It was good. And, and you've made runs at the national stuff. I, I've seen it. And you've done well. And maybe things should have broken differently. I don't know. Um, but you also kind of realize you're like, why am I running so hard? Why am I running so hard? Why am I running so hard to please other people? I can pretty much do what I, you know, and I'm not knocking Ring of Honor in this. I was paid fairly at Ring of Honor. But when I left Ring of Honor, man, like, the last three years I was in Ring of Honor, it was a pay cut every time I went. And I, and I was like, why am I going? And I'm not saying I was making a million dollars, but just the, the Hangs with Bob stuff took off and the seminar stuff took off. And I was just more valuable on the indies than I was at Ring of Honor. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then the last time I went at Ring of Honor, I felt like I was being granted a favor to show up and wrestle. They forgot we were supposed to be there and nobody really paid us any mind. And I'm not mad about it because the people that kind of didn't pay us any mind aren't there anymore. And I'm kind of glad. Um, and, you know, I get along with Hunter. I get along with all those people. No issues there. And I'm glad Ring of Honor is doing its thing. But Ring of Honor never needed me. And I didn't need Ring of Honor anymore. So, and we're both, and the best part is we're both going to be just fine. So, yeah. So we just move on and you, you gotta, you gotta realize that again, it's a chapter in a book. And right now your book is very busy. You're doing your coaching, you're doing your stuff. So man, if you need to take a little time for yourself, you know, and I know for you, it's going to be, I, I'd lie, you know, you'll, you'll nod and then not do it. If I say take a couple days or whatever. But even if it's just a lunch with a friend or just, you know, go out and have a drink or just watch a silly movie or, you know, spend time with a loved one. It doesn't have to be, you know, I, I, I like I said, this is my first real day off in months, not months, but weeks. And I'm just going to hang out with my family and just chill yeah. out and watch a, watch a movie or actually my wife, my kids are gone. So my wife and I might actually get a chance to say nine sentences to each other without being interrupted. So that'd be good. <laughs> um, and I actually have a wife who I actually like to spend time with and she likes to spend time with me most of the time. So, you know, that, it, and those, that's the stuff that when you're on, your de- I think, I think that's the stuff on your deathbed that you're going to remember the times where you actually spend time with people. Um, I love working. I love cap, you know, let's, let's make our money. Let's hustle. Let's do our thing. But, you know, don't forget those relationships. And especially these days, I mean, you're seeing it. If you're dealing with mental health, I'm sure you're seeing, you know, you're having to spend a lot of time with people. And mm-hmm. I know I have, and I, if I know I have, I mean, you have too, and I know it's affected you greatly. So it's, we have to uh, reach out to people and we have to be a, a, a good role model. And sometimes, you know what I mean, man? Like sometimes we have to, we have to be strong for other people. And that's, that's really the biggest challenge, you know? So, but you're a good man for doing all the things you're doing. So just, uh, keep at it. You know, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the stuff you've done, man. I'm, I'm glad you're doing your thing and I'm glad we got a chance to reconnect in a public square. So, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, me too. I, uh, <clears throat> I think relationships are the most important thing we have, right? Because no one, no one really does anything great alone. And so those relationships that we cultivate, uh, are extremely important. So I'm super glad, like you said, that we got to reconnect. Um, I'm happy that you found this kind of new wrestle life thing that's going to hopefully really shape people's lives on the indie scene, which is amazing. Um, but uh, any closing thoughts, remarks where people can find you um, if they want to message you or talk to you about what you're doing or whatever? Sure. I mean, <clears throat> well, you and I messaged on 
uh, Twitter. So mm -hmm. brutal Bob Evans on Twitter or Bob Evans on Facebook. Uh, I just dumped about 150 like friends that were that had canceled their accounts. So I have some spots open now if you want to jump in. Um, or you can get in touch with me on the RussellLife.com. There's a contact page on there too. And that'll kind of tell you everything you need to know. I got some nice testimonials on there and kind of breaks it down. I, I have a, you know, I'm not going to get all salesy here, but there's a, I have some, I have some really, really nice coaching classes in there. Kevin Kelly's jumped in. He's doing promo classes, communication classes with us. I teach you how to book, book uh, loops I, where you can sleep in a nice hotel. And one of my biggest complaints was that we were, sleep you know we were sleeping in garbage hotels and we were eating crappy food and so i kind of try to solve those problems for you too and um and really the biggest thing is just teaching people how to leverage the business so it works for them instead of the other way around man um i'm a little bit older than you so i lived through all the part where like i was getting a call every month and we were losing people and a lot of them were people not necessarily close friends of mine but it was people i knew i spent time with mm -hmm. and who were nice to me and i had a personal connection to and, you know, to see him, I'm glad we, I'm glad, even though we've suffered some deaths and we've suffered some tragedies, I'm glad we're not seeing the, the drug deaths and the, those kind of deaths anymore. You know, I think the next tackle, the next thing we're tackling is the thing you're tackling right now. I think the mental health issue is going to be, I mean, yep. I think it was always there. Um, but I think, I don't think guys are pilling themselves up or drinking themselves half to death anymore. Um, because they can't hide it from their families as much because they're not away as much. Um, remember, it's a different business now. Everybody's part-time now. If you look at it, everybody's part, even WWE guys are part-time now. Um, now part-time for them is still very busy, but they're only, most of the guys are only wrestling once a week now. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's crazy and making great money. So they have a lot of time to spend at home. They have a lot of time to live a regular life. I think that's going to help them stay well-adjusted, but we're still going to have to look out for, our brothers and sisters that aren't doing well with this and in and, and life too, you know? So I think that's the next thing we have to tackle and I'm glad you're tackling it. Um, I have some ideas where I can help you with that too. So we'll uh, move on with it. Might even involve us wrestling each other. God forbid. Yeah. Let's, let's link up. Let's do something cool. Well, I should be linking up with you anyway, because I've enjoyed talking to you today and I've always enjoyed our conversations and uh, I miss you, buddy. It just comes too. down to that. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully we see each other in person sometime soon. Me too. Me too. I'll get to Texas. I'll come to you. How's that? Sure. Great. Yeah, we'd love to have you. Yeah, great. <clears throat> okay, perfect. Um, well, yeah, I think this is the end of our episode. Um, thanks for joining me, uh, Bob. And uh, if you watched this episode and you liked it, share it with a friend. Go rate us on Apple. Subscribe or just keep watching. That's all that really matters to me. I'm grateful for this community and the people that watch this show. So... Cheers. Have a beautiful day. Take good care of yourselves. Bye.